Ladies and gentlemen, it is that time again. And welcome to another episode of Jacobo Talk. I am your host, your favorite sports analyst, Jacob Delagaza. I hope you guys had a fantastic weekend. I for sure did. As you may know, it was NFL Wildcard Weekend. Let me just say, I had a blast this weekend watching those games this past Saturday and Sunday. I spent Saturday night with some good friends of mine and family watching the games, watching football, all the fantastic games. It, It was amazing. I really did enjoy my time, and I hope you guys had a great weekend enjoying those football games. Also, last night, Monday night, January 11th, 2021, it was the college national championship game, which... The two teams that took place in that game were the Ohio State Buckeyes and the Alabama Crimson Tide, which the Alabama Crimson Tide defeated the Ohio State Buckeyes 52-24 in devastating fashion. So congratulations to the Alabama Crimson Tide on becoming the National College Football Champions and defeating the Ohio State Buckeyes last night. Now on, what what are we going to be talking about in today's episode? What are we going to be discussing? We're going to be reviewing NFL Wildcard Weekend. The ups and downs and lows and the biggest takeaways in that game, in those games. They're going to hear it from me. And then we're going to be looking at the all the exciting matchups that's going to take place this weekend for the division round. And you're going to hear my game picks for this weekend. Also, what is next for Deshaun Watson? We learn more information on his side. We learn what, like more drama of what took place and like better trade destinations for him we're going to be discussing about that and going into more depth about his situation and then finally we are going to be discussing about Doug Peterson and how he was let go from the Philadelphia Eagles as their head coach because there was a little bit of controversy leading up to his firing so we're going to be discussing what led to his firing Today's shout-out. As you may know, I do shout-outs every episode. And in today's shout-out of Jacobo Talk goes to Diego Miranda. Diego, I just want to say how proud I am of you. He wanted me to sh- tell you guys that um, if you guys haven't checked out the Skip Flip album, please make sure you go and check out the Skip Flip album on Spotify. He is a proud member of that team. Um... Is already up on Spotify. Please make sure just type in Skip Flip, and it'll be right there for you. And now I recommend you go listen to it highly. Um, those boys did an amazing, amazing job, and I cannot be more prouder than them. Also, they came out with much. If you guys haven't go checked out the much yet, please go do some, and I recommend copying some. It's kind of it's pretty fire. The links will be in the Instagram bio entitled Skip Flip. So again. Please go check out the Skip Flip album on Spotify and make sure you go fi- make sure you go get some Skip Flip much in the Instagram bios called Skip Flip on Instagram. Diego, again, I cannot be more proud proud of you, even though you're a Packers fan. That that's a different that's a different discussion for another day. But cannot be more proud of you. I hope you enjoy the rest of the show because it's going to be a good one. I hope you enjoy it. Now, you know the routine, guys. If you would like to be shouted out on Jacobo Talk, and if you haven't been shouted out on Jacobo Talk, 
You just gotta do these three simple steps. All you have to do, and then you can get shouted out on a future episode of Jacobo Talk. First things first, make sure to go um, follow. Make sure to go follow the official podcast of Jacobo Talk on Spotify, so you can get notified when new episodes come out and are released. Then, once you have done that, make sure you go and follow the official Instagram account of Jacobo Talk. Then, once you have followed the Instagram account, make sure you go and follow. Oh, no, I'm sorry. You've already followed all the things you needed. So, now, what you need to do is just make sure you um, shoot me a DM on the Instagram account called Jacobo Talk. Shoot me a DM, and then you tell me what to plug, and I will say it on Jacobo Talk. I'll plug out whatever you want on Jacobo Talk. So, again, simple steps, right? Just follow the podcast account on Spotify. Then follow the Instagram account called Jacobo Talk on Instagram. Shoot me a DM. Whatever you want to plug out, I will plug it out for you. That simple. So make sure you go do those following steps, and then you can be shouted out on the future episode of Jacobo Talk. Now on to, to, to um, today's show. And for a wild card weekend was a banger. Takeaways from that ga- from those games. It, I just cannot believe it. The Browns finally and the the um misery. They end the misery. They get the. Pl- they finally get a playoff win. They finally make the playoffs and they get the playoff win because they stayed aggressive. Also, Lamar Jackson, he got his first playoff victory this past sun- Sunday against the Tennessee Titans. Jared Goff plays a broken thumb and wins. Josh Allen play- gets his first playoff win. And Taylor Henneke, the story of the weekend. So let's let's get started, boys and girls. First game was the Indianapolis Colts and the Buffalo Bills. Like I said, the Buffalo Bills, they defeated the Indianapolis Colts this past weekend, 27 to 24, which means the Buffalo Bills, they got their first playoff win in 25 years. That's like a quarter of a century. Congratulations to the Buffalo Bills on on getting their first playoff victory in 25 years. Now the Colts, they played a good game. It really did. Um, it, I thought it was one of the mo- more competitive games throughout this weekend. I thought both teams played really good, but you know, Buffalo they j- they was just a better team. Buffalo was just a better team. Um, Josh Allen had a fantastic game: thirty-four, um, three hundred and twenty-four passing yards and two touchdowns. Savon Diggs showed he why he's in the, in the, a top receiver in this league: six catches, one hundred twenty-eight yards and touchdown. Takeaways from this game, um, looks like this is Philip Rivers' last NFL game as he is probably looking to retire after this game, after the season. And like I said, Buffalo played their hearts out and it was a good game by both, but Buffalo proved that they were the better team. Um, so again, congrats, congratulations to the Buffalo Bills on punching their ticket into the NF- into the, the division round and we'll see what happens with the courts going forward. The Los Angeles Rams and the Seattle Seahawks. Would you, would I consider this game an upset? I think so. The Rams they get the better of the of the divisional ri- rivals by defeating the Seattle Seahawks, thirty to twenty. A lot of that game contributed 
to um, Cam Akers running the football. He, I mean, he was an absolute beast, an absolute stud in that game. The Seahawks run defense, a defense on no answer for Cam Akers. He finished the game with 28 rushing yards, 131. I mean, 28 carries, I'm sorry, 28 carries, 131 rushing yards, and you got, was able to get a touchdown. He, uh, he just tore those up boys up. He would take away time for possession. He kept getting those first downs. And also, it was a good a defensive job by the Rams was good. They they beat up Russell Wilson in the Seahawks pretty badly. And Jalen Ramsey also proved why he is still... Or arguably the best corner in the league. Every time him and DK matched up, it just didn't. Jalen Ramsey came out on top. Even though DK Metcalf did have a pretty good game. Five receptions, 96 yards, and two touchdowns. But you can't put all the blame on Russell Wilson. Even though he did not have a good game as well. He finished off with 11. He finished off with 11 completions for 27 attempts. Got two touchdowns and an interception. But he did not look good at all. That Rams defense shut them down. I mean, they the Seahawks did not come to play. I mean, the Rams were just better. And J- credits to Jared Goff playing with a broken thumb. And he still was able to get the win. And he proved why he stood the few, like the, the current Rams quarterback. And he will continue to be that way after getting the playoff win. Cam Akers, I, I know he hasn't done much this season, but he proved in this game that he he is now. He is now. He was running all over the field against the Seahawks. I don't know why. The Seahawks had no answer for Cam Akers this game. What do the Seahawks need to do? I think the, they got to get better on defense. First and foremost, especially that run defense. Get like more defense, like, Drive defensive linemen, especially what K-Makers did to you. Because the Rams running offense is good. And the Rams are underdogs. They're, they're the underdogs in the NFC. So we'll see what happens with the Rams. Congratulations to the Los Angeles Rams on defeating the Seattle Seahawks and punching their ticket to the divisional round. We're going to make this quick. Um, The, surpri- the surprise, the Cinderella story the Cinderella Cinderella player Taylor Heineke even though he did not have the game he even though he did not come out with the win he still played a fantastic game he finished with over 300 passing yards and he got a rushing touchdown and he played phenomenal they lost 31 23 but Taylor Heineke could be a potential starter for the Redskins um, for the Washington football team next year no, he was a he was studying his degree at Old Dominion this year, and he he wasn't even expected to be playing in his playoff game. Alex Smith was supposed to, but he was a light scratch. Tyler Heineke showed that he is really good, and he can and he belongs in the NFL, and he can potentially be fighting to be the starting quarterback for the Washington Football Team next year. Washington football team is young. They got talent. They stayed in there with the Bucks. It was not an easy win for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Not at all. Tom Brady proved that he's not washed at all. 
New team, no problem. It was the same, it's the same playoff success for Brady. He got the playoff win. But will, will he get to the Super Bowl? We're going to be talking more about that. But I was just so impressed with Taylor Henneke, the way he performed for the Washington football team, and he could potentially be the starting quarterback for the Washington football team. So congratulations to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on beating the Washington football team. And we'll see what happens furthermore and with Washington the next season. Next up, the Ravens and the Titans. Lamar Jackson. He got his first playoff win. First playoff win. And three years as a starter, he finally got his first playoff win. He ends the curse, beating the Tennessee Titans 20-13. Lamar Jackson was a game changer. Passing game, it was eh. 179 passing yards in the interception. But we got to talk about his running game. 136 yards and a touchdown. Lamar Jackson came out and showed the play. And... May I remind you, I picked the Ravens to win this game because I said that Lamar Jackson was done and he was going to get his first playoff win. He was, t- he was tired of hearing the critics. He, he proved them that he can't, that the curse is done and he finally got his first playoff win in the NFL. Good for Lamar Jackson. Tennessee, they also, they also played a good game. They played a good game as well. But they just... Well, Baltimore just came out as the better team in that game. T- Tennessee, they've got a bright future. And we'll see what happens with them this offseason. I feel like they're still going to be real threats in the upcoming weeks. Oh, I'm sorry, not in the upcoming weeks, in the future. They, they got a bright future. And Derrick Henry is still a top five running back, arguably top three. So we'll see what happens with him. And we'll see what happens with the Tennessee Titans. But congratulations to the Baltimore Ravens on the punching their ticket in to the NFL division around. Saints and Bears. The Saints beat the Chicago Bears 21-9. Really nothing to be said here. But you can't blame all of it on Mitchell Jabisky. Can't blame all of it. Um, he was His wide receivers simply couldn't catch. And they were getting ejected for punching. I mean... Even though he, Mitchell Trubisky is absolutely not the answer in Chicago, you can't put all the blame on him because his wide receivers, they were dro- they were just dropping wide open passes. And the play calling in that game was not good either. They were making some questionable calls in that game, the Bills were. And they just did not show up to play. And if I was the owner, I will fire the whole coaching staff after what happened on, su- on Sunday. Nine points. Really? Nine points? And then that doesn't sit well with me in the playoff game. That's just terrible. Um, but yeah, if I was the if I was the Bills owner, I would fire that whole coaching staff or general manager. I would fire all of them because that it was just a pitiful performance. The, the play calling in that game was terrible, and to show up only putting up nine points, that's not going to cut it. So a lot. So expect big changes in Chicago this season. So congratulations to the New Orleans Saints on defeating the Chicago Bills. And wish him luck against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And then the final game, the game everyone's talking about, Cleveland and Pittsburgh. Cleveland finally ended their misery. They got to the playoffs, and then they get their first playoff victory in, like, who knows how long. They're the Cinderella story. They're the Cinderella story. 
The Phoenix, they, it was 28, it was 28 to 0 in the first quarter. 28 to 0. And P- Big Ben, he also had a big game. 501 passing yards and four touchdowns. Still wasn't enough. But, we can talk about how the Browns were shutting them out in the first quarter, 28 to 0. That is incredible. I'm, I hope the Cleveland Browns can succeed in the playoffs. I hope they can do great things. But we'll see what happens. And did you hear what, did you guys hear what Juju Smith Schuster said? He said the Browns are the same old Browns. They only have a couple of good players. And they just whoop their butts every year. And he, Juju thought it was going to be a pancake walk. This is why I do my trash talking after the games. Because then it comes to, to bite. It comes back to haunt you. I said the Steelers were overrated. And I even picked the Browns to win. I'm just shocked that the Browns won this way. And without their head coach too. And four starters on that team. So congratulations to the Cleveland Browns. On defeating the Steelers. What's next for Pittsburgh? Will Big Ben retire? Who knows? Who knows? Um, He might be done after this season. But we'll see. Now playoff predictions. For the division around. Rams and Packers. LA has to go to the freezing Green Bay. Matchup. Everyone should be looking forward to is Devontae Adams and Jalen Ramsey. Who's going to come out on top on that? But who's going to come out on top for the, for the whole game? I put the Green Bay Packers. LA would not. Green Bay is just looking good. Aaron Rodgers is the MVP this season by fall. And Aaron Rodgers will beat the LA Rams. Next up, the matchup. The Baltimore Ravens and the Buffalo Bills. Two young quarterbacks looking to get the second playoff victory and lean their team to the AFC Championship game. That's the key point of this matchup. Who am I predicting? I am predicting that the Buffalo Bills will beat the and will defeat the Baltimore Ravens and punch their ticket to the conference championship game. Browns and Chiefs, as much as I want the Cleveland Browns to win this game, I just don't see it happening. I think Kansas City will win, but the Browns are the true Cinderella story. They're the true Cinderella story. I want them to win, but I don't think it's going to happen. I'm picking the Chiefs to win this game. And then finally, Saints and the Bucks. And the Bucks will be traveling to New Orleans that game. Tom Brady's not going to lose to the Saints three times. I want to say third times charm, right? Tom, Tom Brady will be the New Orleans Saints and the Buccaneers. Enough is enough. Tom Brady, he's not going to lose to the Saints three times. Okay? So, call me crazy. Oh, this is my upset pick because there's always an upset pick that you have to do. But this is my upset pick. Um, An upset pick would be like the Browns over the Chiefs, but I don't see that happening. So, my, I guess you can say upset pick would be the Bucks over the Saints at home. The Saints are at home, so I would predict that the New Orleans Saints will come out on top. Next up, Deshaun Watson, his current situation with Houston. We learned a little bit more information about that over the weekend of how he's unhappy. What a mess in Houston right now. What a mess. I I cannot imagine what Deshaun Watson is going through right now. He was told that he was going to be involved in the GM search. 
once Bill O'Brien got fired, he management told him that he was going to be involved in the GM decision. He was that he was going to be involved, which he wasn't though. Deshaun Watson gave out a list of candidates that he will he would like as a general manager. The Houston Texans didn't even take any of Deshaun Watson's suggestions under consideration. What the heck, Houston? I mean, come on. You promise a man that you're gonna that he's gonna be involved in all these big decisions, and you don't even take his consideration. Like, and he didn't even find out. He found out through Twitter. And the head coach, new Houston general manager, the new Houston Texas general manager is Nick Casario. Which Deshaun Watson did not want. And now he feels heartbroken. He feels betrayed. That the Houston, and he, he was lied to by the Houston Texans because they told him that he was going to be involved in the decision. But he wasn't. Houston, come on. Why would you do that? That, that? The blame goes to the management. And Andre Johnson came up with a tweet. And I 100% agree with him when he said with this tweet. He said, and I quote, If I'm Deshaun Watson, I will stand my ground. The Texans organization is known for wasting good players' careers. Since... Jack Easterby has walked into the building. Nothing good has happened in or for the organization. And some reason, the people in that organization can't seem to see what's going on. Pathetic. That's what Andre Johnson tweeted out. If you think that Deshaun Watson was angry when they fired... I mean, not fired, when they traded away... Deshaun, when when they traded away DeAndre Hopkins for nothing, this is 10 times worse. Imagine if you got lied to. Imagine if you got told that you were going to be in the heck, like, in the, general man, in the general manager decisions. Finding the new general manager in the head coaching decisions. And then they go out, they go out and hire a new, a new general manager that you didn't even want. Pathetic. I agree, pathetic. The only way that the Houston Texans can salvage this relationship if they go out and get the head coach Deshaun Watson wants. And the head coach that Deshaun Watson wants is Eric Benamy, the Chiefs offensive coordinator. Really, to me, that's the only way I, I see him that this relationship can somewhat work. But if they don't, and I do not see Deshaun Watson in a Houston Texans uniform. The Texans should be ashamed of themselves because this is a generation of talent and you're not going to get many players like him. It's a shame. Really, it is. Now on to trade destinations where I could see Deshaun Watson going. I said the Jets in the last episode. Scratch that out because I did not know this about Deshaun Watson. Apparently, he has no trade clause on his contract, which means... If he, if Deshaun Watson, if the Texans wanted to get traded, oh, if Deshaun Watson wants a trade, he can approve the trade. He, he's the only one that can approve the trade. Both sides of a team can say yes, but Deshaun Watson can say no. So he gets to decide where he wants to go, and that's good for Deshaun Watson. So he's not going to the Jets. 
because he has, he gets to pick where he goes. Scratch that out. The two most likely destinations now are the Miami Dolphins and the San Francisco 49ers. He, he's, a report came out that he would be open to a trade with Miami that would involve Tua and the number three overall pick sending Deshaun Watson to Miami and multiple draft picks. And then the Niners, the Texans will get Jimmy Garoppolo and then he, San Francisco will get Deshaun Watson. And Michael Irvin and Jerry Rice said, if I'm Deshaun Watson, I'm seriously considering a trade package to the Niners. No, I do not want this to happen. It's in, it's in the NFC. The Niners will be legit. I think they will go back to the Super Bowl with Deshaun. I feel like they will go to the Super Bowl next year with Deshaun Watson. Good offensive line. The defense is insane when everyone is healthy. If the Niners get Watson, they will go to the Super Bowl. They, they can go to the Super Bowl. But that's all the drama. I mean, Texans had no defense. They gave away all their draft picks to get Lomi Tunstall and Kenny Stills. They may well remind you, Kenny Stills is not even with the team anymore. And Lomi Tunstall is overpaid as heck. The Texans got no wide receivers. They no, the Texans are just a mess. I feel but Houston fans... Are going through a lot. James Harden wants out. Not Deshaun Watson wants out. And DeAndre Hopkins just got traded this past year. So what's next for Houston? We're just going to have to wait and see his current situation. And now the final topic of this episode. Doug Peterson. As you guys may know, he was recently fired by the Philadelphia Eagles yesterday, January 11th, 2021. And there was a little bit of controversy leading up to his firing. Ian Rappaport came out with a tweet. And that tweet, and he tweeted and he said, What led up to his firing? It was because he did not, he, he didn't like to be told what to do. He wanted to make his own decisions. And I get it. You know, I mean, who likes to be told what to do? Like in a bossy fashion. And it was bad. Like, there were reports that um, he was threatening to quit being the Eagles head coach back in in September and October. He was threatening to quit. It was that bad. But here's the thing. Now that Doug Peterson is gone, increasing reports came out that Carson Wentz's chances of staying in Philly are more likely now, now that Doug Peterson is gone. Now, Philly, I, I still try to... I still try to trade wins, if I'm being honest. He's not a good fit in Philly. I mean, well, he... Injuries killed him. That AFC, that NFC Championship game, when, I mean, not NFC, I'm sorry. When he tore his ACL weeks before the end of the season against the LA Rams, he was considered an MVP candidate. And then he, since then, he's never been the same. But I think J- you got to start Jalen Hurts. You got because well, what's the point of drafting him, right? If you're not going to start him, so I, if I were the Eagles, I'll still try to trade once. But put as, as I said, the reports came out that he's more likely to stay. Stays, but, but we'll see what happens with with there. And I think that Pearson is still a good coach. He won a champ. He won a Super Bowl. He won a Super Bowl with. The Philadelphia Eagles with Nick Foles as quarterback against the New England against Bill Belichick's Patriots, which is impressive. I still I still think he can coach. 
um, that report came out that Joe Douglas, the GM of the New York Jets, was highly interested in Doug Peterson because of their strong relationship. So we got to keep an eye on out on that. See if Peterson goes to the Jets. As a Cowboys fan, I love this because they're in the NFC East, and you want controversy like this if you're the Cowboys, right? But we're just gonna have to see what happens. And I think what led up to it was when Carson, when Doug Peterson benched Jalen Hurts late or in the middle of the game for this, for um, Nate Sudfield. He benched him. Basically, didn't want to win. Basically said, we're not going to go out and win this game and just bench Jalen Hurts. And that could have led to his firing. I don't know. But apparently, a lot of Eagles players weren't happy about it because they wanted to win. And Jalen Hurts was the best choice to win that game. And they were not happy. Um, We're just going to wait and see what the issue is in Philly. And, you know, Doug Pearson was considered safe. Like week 16, after they lost to the Cowboys, he was considered safe. Crazy how time, how things can change so quickly. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the episode of Jacoba Talk. Thank, if you guys stayed through the entire show, thank you very much. I appreciate the love and support. Go tell your friends, family, um, loved ones about this episode, about Jacoba Talk in general. Because I, I like to entertain people and give hot sports takes. But I want to say thank you guys for the love and support. It really means a lot. Thank you for staying for the whole show if you did. And I will be back this week uploading a new episode. Have a good day, guys. Love you.